ready? No. Okay. Good. Oh, um, hmm. I was at Aldi's. Yeah, not for a while, but yeah. Yeah, they have like off-brand stuff, and it's usually yeah. pretty good. Yeah, most of it's pretty easy. I totally forgot where I was going to go with this because I'm seriously I having no a idea. <laughs> well, welcome to the Edge of Headlights. Right. Where I got there's this is going to be a chaotic episode. I got a bad feeling, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was your week? Yep. No, yep. it's all right. It's all right. I'm coming up on a couple really short weeks, but stressful weeks. I, I literally in the next two weeks only work like three fucking days. Fuck off. Uh, it's perfect. Okay. It's perfect. I can't no one wait. likes you, Marty. Just for right. That's fine. I don't care if they like me or not. I don't have to be at work for. <laughs> Uh, well, I got a couple of things from, did you hear, like, I always, I always believe scientists are always doing the best in our interest, right. right? Well, scientists and Chinese have announced the birth of a primate like no other, with eyes that shined green, fingertips that glowed yellow, and those were just the observable features. Jesus. Yeah. No. Beneath the skin and genes, within his genes, this creature was apparently even more remarkable. The lab-born male monkey was a product of unprecedented experiments, which used the Pluripotent stem cells of two genetically distinct fertilized eggs from the same monkey species create one living and breathing long-tailed macaque. This is not the world's first living primate artificially formed from the fusion of multiple fertilized eggs, but it was the most mixed or chimeric of them, all according to the researchers in China and the UK. In science, the animal chimera is a single organism made up of cells that derive from more than just two parents. In this particular animal's body, the cells and tissues created from two separate stem cell lines, one from the donor embryo, another from the host embryo, were apparent in the brain, heart, kidney, livers, gastral tract, testes, and cells that turned it turned it into sperm. Of 26 different types of scientists measured in the live monkey, the contributors of each donated stem cell ranged from a low of 21% of all the way up to 92%, the highest percentage being seen in brain tissue. Previous studies have resulted in live-born and terminated monkeys, chimeric phases before, with offspring containing low donor cell contributions to various issues between 0.1 and 4.5%. The newest chimeric monkey blew those stats out of the water. It's five for just 10 days, which means the ongoing health of chimeric monkeys is still a problem. This is a long-thought goal in the field, says reproductive engineer and senior author Sen Lu of the Chinese Act. Academy of Sciences. Specifically, this work we could use to generate more precious monkey models. Price, I'm sorry, precise monkey models for studying neurons, shut up, studying neurological diseases, as well as other biomedicine studies. In a media conference, the lead author of the paper, Genesis Ching Chao from CAS, said that a basic scientific advance because it proves for the first time that rich non-human primate chimeras are possible. The field of chimeric animal research isn't without spectrum ethical concerns through the proponents maintain the benefits of accurate models and testing diseases and therapies make these efforts worthwhile. Since donor cells can be genetically edited, biomechanical researchers have potentially tested certain disease outcomes in monkey models in the future. While it depends on the research purpose, the higher the contribution of the donor stem cells in the target tissue, the more accurate the disease model can be. In egg and sperm cells, the percentage of chimeras as low as 10% can be a useful model, according to immunologist Miguel Esteban from CAS. At this Chinese university, they sure have a broad nationality of people. They do. Yeah. And the Beijing Genomic, Genomic Institute, as these germline can theoretically transfer to offspring. In 2012, the first live chimeric monkeys were reported, but the donor cells in these creatures too 
contributed to their tissues at a very low percentage, only around 4%. Yeah, that's it. It keeps going on about that stuff. So why in the hell are we making monkeys that can glow in the dark? I, I mean... They're trying to make Pokemon. That's all it is. It, they're making Pokemon. Everything's horrible about it, but what's going through my head is monkey models walking down catwalks and shit. <laughs> I know. That, that's all I'm thinking is, like, you know, uh, Dr. Zero from Planet of the Apes just, like, modeling down a runway, and it's just kind of fucking cracking me up in my head. I'm just like, oh, monkey models. God damn it. <laughs> I know I misspoke. I do that quite a bit. Uh, I love monkey models now. I need more monkey no, but models. Again, scientists, why are you doing this? Right. I don't want to. Are they trying to take over the toy poodle market or something? <laughs> no doubt. Here's a cute little monkey. It glows in the dark. Right. It's, it's just your own nails. nightlight. Yeah, it's nails glow. When you're done with it, you just throw it out and get a new one. Yeah. Jesus. Well, at, at this point, it's only going to be alive for 10 days, anyways. But. Yeah, that's the one they tell you about. So they probably have right, ones that are still alive, right. been alive for like two years. Yeah, we're, we're we're trying to make it so they live forever. Oh, that's a great great plan. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Well, I got. Remember when I told you about my UFO sighting back in September? Yep, 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 yep. I found another sighting on the National UFO Recording Center that was reported from Belle Fouche, South Dakota. Oh, really? Listen to this. Starting around eight thirty p.m. and nine fifteen and nine sixteen, which is both days I saw that. Yep. In Watertown here. Multiple UAP, UAP sightings that were sporadic in one to 1.5 hour period. They start as orbs through the sky, sometimes multiple moving together, non-blinking lights, and we are in a rural area with not much air traffic. They are traveling at a high rate of speed, but will fade out. What really baffles me at 915, there's a string of blue lights around 10 that were traveling through the sky in an upward motion, but sideways, completely different looking than the Starlink. They were spaced far apart, but consecutively following one another in a straight line. I went out the evening of 916 and witnessed the same thing for multiple orcs traveling around the sky, around five individuals, one, and again saw a string of crafts, string of crafts traveling straight up in the sky, some coming from what looked like bottom traveling up one way after another. That lasted five minutes. I don't know what's going on in our area lately, but it's incredible, exciting, and if it continues happening, I think it's worth investigating. That is exactly yeah. what I saw on those days. I actually got pictures of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's. But Belfouche is like four hours away from yeah. us. Uh, yeah, at least. Yeah. Uh, as other side of the state, to have that happening at the same time, basically. Yeah. I would tell me it's separate. Or it's really massive like... and it was seen from a long ways away. That, I don't know. That, that would be pretty fucking massive. Yeah. To, to be seen, you know. All the way across. Because I'm, I'm picturing in my head, looking at where it's coming, and it's kind of in right. line with Belfouche. Right. Oh, that's fucking interesting. Yeah, that is exactly what. I, can I check on that like once a week to see if any more of these type right. of reports? Because this is not the only one. There's other ones from yeah. other parts of this state. Yeah, because I know we've seen, uh, I think it was further north of us, too. Yeah. We've seen them that same, that same time frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's interesting as hell. Mm. Yeah, aliens are coming. They're, like I said, they've been listening to the podcast. They're going to attack right, in South Dakota because right. no one will really care. Yeah, it'll, it'll all be wiped out, and no one will even notice for, like, fucking three weeks. That's the wonderful world flyover state, you know. So Yeah. They just land true. here. It's like, hey, the jets are going by. Okay, we'll land here, set up base. Yeah. yeah. A couple of weeks, they won't take over the planet. Yeah, there are spots they could be, and no one would even see them, yeah. even notice for fucking ever. Yeah. That's how it is. No, well, that's pretty cool, though. It is. Well... We're gonna we got an in studio guest today. I don't even. I'm kind of scared to inter- interview this guy. He's been on before, right? 
But he has he has irrefutable proof of the Mogollon Rim monster. He says irrefutable proof. Hmm. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll see. All we'll, right. We'll see how his rim job turns out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're gonna take a little pause here, folks, and we'll be back. Well, everybody, we're back now, and we have our in studio guest. Just hang on a second, folks. He's whining about it being too loud. Is it too loud? Yes. Yes, it is. Is it too loud now? No, it's good. Thank you. <laughs> You're a fucking whiner. Uh, <laughs> we have somebody uh, back in the studio that says he, uh, this is the only reason he's on the podcast today, because he said he has irrefutable proof that the Mogollon monster is real. <clears throat> Continue. That's a filthy damn lie, and you know it is. <laughs> <laughs> you I, said that uh, to get I on said, here. I got irrefutable proof of you being deceptive. <laughs> That's fair. That's, That's not fair. But I have an I update. Said. I have an update on the Mogion monster. So after our last episode, when I talked about it, I went. When I went home, just on a whim, I went to YouTube and I researched. I just popped in Mogion monster, and this podcast came up. So I'll give the full description of the podcast. So you guys can go listen to it. I'll just give the ending part. I won't go through verbatim on the whole episode of that YouTube. That's a big word for you. you sure, you can say that yes. many syllables in a uh-huh. row. All right. So the name of the YouTube channel is Legends, Legend of the Superstition Mountains, episode, uh, no, it's Chasing Legends, episode 142, The Mogion Monster. So this guy talks about the Mogion Monster and this and that. They go camping out in the woods and all this stuff happens. But the ending part is what's really crazy. So after a bunch of crazy stuff happened when they're out camping, they decide to pack up and leave. They pack up and leave. And as they're leaving, the guy that's telling the story, who was actually there, is driving out of the forest and stuff like that. Well, he sees something out of the corner of his eye. So he pulls over, and his friends are freaking out. Say, what the? F- what are you doing? It's like, well, I'm going to see what this is, you know, because he, he said he caught someone. And his friends are freaking out. You know, they're screaming, yelling, hooping, and hollering. And this is, like, going on and on and on. And it's like, so basically, what he says it was, what he, his version of the Mogion monster was some super tall, white humanoid with a melty wax face. Geez, it looks like the person I'm looking at right across from me. <laughs> uh, You're lucky we don't have cameras, Mr. Yeah, right. <laughs> if anybody was to see you, that looked just like you. Yeah. But go to the YouTube channel, show, show them some love, at least watch that episode. Well, our guest here, I have to preface this too. Our current guest here, if he stands up in his underwear, he's seven foot one. Right. He's He, he could be that tall. I think it was you on a bad day. Just out there sweating. You live in Flagstaff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I wasn't camping at the time, so I, I, yeah. I didn't pick up camping. I, that's I, what you, maybe you just had an episode where you forgot you were camping. Maybe I was drinking. <laughs> Could be. Running around naked. Uh, oh, my God. No, that's creepy, though. Jesus, yeah, so that was creepy. his version of it, and it's like, wow. Uh, that really creeps me the hell out, actually. But, yeah, his friends that. now, he's, he was telling me and later on, he goes, well, my friends won't even talk about it anymore. I'll, I'll I'll bring up that and see. That's what you need to do. You need to go get that guy. Tell him to come on our podcast and we'll interview him. Hmm. That's your well, job. Hunt him down. You live in that country, dude. I just gave you <laughs> his YouTube channel. But you got shut the hell up. You got to press the flesh like you were saying and get to know. I did. Him. I'm relating stories to you. That's going to get you viewers <laughs> or lose viewers. I don't know. Whichever. You know, whichever kind of comes. Yeah, we do that on our own. <laughs> So what else have you got there? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. You're, you're going to love this one. No, no, I'm not. These no, I'm sheets not. are full. 
Okay. So anyway, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, I was roadieing for my friend's band, Psychedelic Mediachi. They were like a uh, Santana cover band. Okay. So I'd roadie for them and stuff like that. We had a saxophone player, super awesome saxophone player. We were in doing a gig in Flagstaff. The place is now gone. The bar is now gone. But anyway, after the after the show or whatever, we're hanging out in the parking lot. I'm hanging out with the saxophone player and his girlfriend's there. And I say hi to her. And there's this dude like hanging out, just kind of like in the general vicinity. It's like, it's not uncommon, you know, places people to be. But it's like, I go, do you know that dude? And the girl, my the saxophone's girlfriend goes, oh, yeah, that's my dad. It's like, okay, just kind of acting weird and stuff like that. Well, all right, that's kind of. So it comes and goes, and I leave. Next day at work, because I worked with one of the members of the band, Bobby. He was a conga drum player. And he goes, oh, did you meet saxophone's girlfriend's dad? I said, no. He was acting all freaking weird, and it's all off of doing his own thing or whatever. He goes, you know who that is? No, I don't know who that is. He's the dude from that movie. I said, dude from what movie? <laughs> Fire in the Sky. He goes, what do you mean? Travis Tra- Walton? Travis Walton. No shit. I was within feet from him. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. And he goes, like, Travis Walton. Cool. See, I wasn't interested in that movie at the time. I didn't see it until years later. Right. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, Fire in the Sky. The dude who was abducted by aliens? Yeah, dude. He's all fucked up. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Had you experienced like that? I, I probably would be, too. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I was within feet of this dude. See, again, you got to go, actually, where you live is very close to where it happened. Yes. Oh, yeah. Within a couple hours, hour yeah. and a half, two hours from that. See, again, you could be at our on-site reporter, see if you can get alien probed, which you probably like anyway. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Not saying no. Maybe. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we're definitely, next time you come back on, we're going to have to have video. <laughs> Then you can look at that creepy, tall, no-faced white guy. Right, right. All right. That's, that's freaking wild, dude, though. Yeah, but I was, like, within feet of this dude. He's just, like, in his own little world, just kind of hanging yeah. out. And it's like, who's this guy? <laughs> wow. Yeah, Travis Walton. Yeah. I didn't, it's like, like I said, I didn't even register. It's like, yeah. I knew it was, uh, yeah, I knew about the movie. And it's like, well, all right, whatever, you know, kind of, yeah. Jesus. Oh, that's crazy. So what else oh. have you got? Oh, got some drinking stories. <laughs> <laughs> All the God. names will not be used because I don't remember any of them. <laughs> that's that's cer- certain ones. All right, so there I was. <laughs> um, uh, right before I moved to Arizona, I was working out of Kansas, Belleville, Kansas. I was still commuting back and forth every other weekend or something like that up to Watertown, yeah. drinking at the guest house. So I came back for a weekend and uh, went to the guest house. All my friends were there, you know, the regular crew we were running around with and stuff like that. And there was this girl there, pretty good looking. It's like they kind of hint at me, go, hey, ask her to dance. <coughs> so I asked her to dance. She went on the dance floor. It's like, it's like, boom, we're making out on the freaking dance floor right off the bat. It's like, holy crap. It's going <laughs> to happen, bro. It's going to happen. It's nice. And so this is right when I first got there. So it's like. We're drinking and we're dancing and making out and dance floor. It's all fucking crazy. So toward the end of the night, when we got back from the dance floor, all my friends are gone. It's like, holy shit, because I didn't drive. So I got a ride there or I walked there or whatever the deal was. I wasn't staying there. I think I got a ride. But they all freaking left me. And I turned to her and said, oh, shit. It's 
like, uh, all my friends are gone. Would you mind giving me a ride home? She goes, oh, okay, you know. So she gives me a ride back to, I think, Tom. He lived over by the stadium or whatever he did. <clears throat> we get over there, and uh, I said, hey, you want to go out to breakfast or something like that? I'll, I'll buy. No, get the hell out of my car. It's just yelling at me. It's like, it's okay. All right. Jeez. So I leave. I go into the Tom's house or whatever, and everyone's there. They're like, they give me a big hug and high five. They give me bro hugs. I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no. No, nothing <laughs> happened. She just yelled at me and told me to get the hell out of her car. It's like, oh, and here's the next thing they said, the punchline, the whole job. You know she was married, right? It's like, are you fucking shit me? You didn't know? It's like, no. Uh, I, what, what was she supposed to tell me that when I had my tongue down her throat? Right. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. It's just like, you guys are it dicks. is hilarious. You guys are dicks. So anyway, uh, oh, it doesn't end there. That, that would not be the end of it. This would be a really cool story. Yeah. So anyway, I go back to Kansas for a couple weeks, come back. I'm over here at the Cowboy, which is now the Sinclair, yeah. pulling money out of the ATM. <clears throat> Hung over as shit. And uh, I hear this voice behind, female's voice. She goes, hey, Mike. It's like, what the it's like, who the hell is this? I turn around, and it's her and her two kids. Oh, jeez. It's like, oh. I get my money. I said, oh, okay, I'll see you later. Bye. And so I leave. It's like, so then I party all the weekend. Whole weekend, do whatever, whatever. I come back after a couple weekends. I'm in the mall, and sure as crap, you know, I'm talking to somebody in the mall, and then I hear the voice again. It's like, hey, Mike. It's like, oh, I turn around, and it's her again with her two stinking kids. You're just going like, to yell at me? And it's just like... What the hell's going on here? It's right. just like, I gotta go, you know. It's because I just don't mess around with married women, you know. So it's just like, so I bail. The next weekend, I come back up. As I'm going driving to my mom's, mom and dad's house, I popped a cassette out of my cassette player in my car. Right. That's how old I am. <laughs> and it happened to be set to a country station. Oh no! One of my good friends was DJ for that. So I formulate an idea. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I, no. I call my friend at the con- local country station. I said, hey, buddy, can you request a song for me? He goes, well, we can't play Wild Boys by freaking Duran Duran, Mike. It's like, uh, it, it, it's a country station. So, right. Okay, cool. Uh, I said, I'm not too familiar with the country music nowadays. I said, find some really sappy love song. Dedicate it <laughs> to the gal whose name I knew at the time. I, I don't remember. I don't ask. So I, don't I said, from her secret lover. <laughs> because I didn't know who her husband was, what was the situation. So this would get people talking. And it's just like, so it would be kind of exposing the person if right, that was the right. case. Um, and I never got back to him. So I never under, heard about what happened oh you know, after that. But yeah. <laughs> Screw that bitch. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, that's all I got. <laughs> Probably would have been okay if you didn't yell at me to get me get out of the damn car. I, I wouldn't yeah. have had to burn your life down. Yeah, <laughs> just could have been cool about this. Right. All you do is be decent. Jesus. Say, no I'm pretty thanks. sure I know the crew you're with. I may have been a part. I don't think I was part of that crew. You were in and out. Yeah. So who knows what? Little Steve, Tom, all them. Yeah, guys. And I, know, I know who the crew is. Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea who the woman was, and thank goodness I forgot who she was. <laughs> She'll probably hear this. Yeah, I know that, Mike. They'll start stalking you again. <laughs> Walk out. Hey, Mike. God damn it. <laughs> that totally sucked. 
You know oh. what? I don't like ammo against you. Next time I see you, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, can you just go up to him and say, "Hey, Mike, just some random shit. <laughs> Why'd you freak out?" <laughs> I'm going to do that to you, just so you know. So what? <laughs> it's fine. It happens to me all the time, dude. All the time. Well, you are kind of short. Yeah. So yeah, people come talk to me all the time. So it's like, all right, whatever. I, I bet you. I bet you. If you got asked, if you got a dollar for every time somebody asked you. Do you play basketball? You'd be a multimillionaire by now. Oh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> I would have made more money do that than <laughs> playing basketball. And my, now it's like when they come up and ask you, so how tall are you? Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I said, guess. 5'4". Yes, I am. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very tall 5'4". Or whatever they say. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Oh, guess what? Or what's really rude is they don't say hi first. They just demand things. Like, oh, how, yeah, yeah. How, how tall are you? Tall enough to mind my own business? Uh, right, right. Tall enough, to, tall enough not to be rude to people? Yeah, yeah. It, it would be like somebody just coming up to me and being like, how fucking fat are you? How fucking fat do I look? Uh, <laughs> you know? How about a high first? And then I'll answer your question. It's not that hard. No, it's really not that hard. <laughs> yeah. Apparently this is some people. Like right, most people. Right. I say, damn, you're tall. Damn, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I don't. I said, or I say, oh, you think I'm stupid? What do you mean? You just told me I was tall. You think I don't know that? You think right. I'm stupid? I didn't say that. You told me I was tall. You think when I didn't did, notice? When did this happen? <laughs> so oh, yeah. Continue with your chaotic chaos. All right. When I was living in Belleville, Kansas, which is not too far from Concordia, Kansas, which is a small college town, I was a uh, maintenance man at a uh, Christian oh, College? No, old folks home in Belleville. So anyway, I befriend this guy. His name is Leon. Super good dude. Super chill. It's like he's like he had that surfer chill all the time. Oh yeah, man. Right. <laughs> so who knows? It's like, man, they need to go to a bar with some chicks and stuff like that. And he goes, Oh yeah, man, I know the perfect place. I know where we can go. Over in Concordia. I say, All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the college chicks are. Oh, yeah. All right. So we get in this vehicle, get in this vehicle on a Friday, Saturday night, whatever. We drive to Concordia, which is 10, 15 miles down the road. We start driving through town. It's like, all right, we turn down this street right by this Taco John's. I remember this. And we turn down a residential area. It's like, what the hell are we doing? Oh, don't worry, man. I got you. So we keep driving and driving. All of a sudden, now we're on a dirt road outside of town. You can hear the banjos playing in the background. It's like, where are we going, Leon? It's like, oh, man, don't even worry. So we get, and it's past your land. <clears throat> past your man, you know, something. We get to this gate, it's open, and there's a door, literal door on the side of a freaking hill. What? With, uh, with a couple of cars parked outside. It's like, we're here. It's like, where? <laughs> it's like, right here. This is the bar. It's like, are you kidding me? You sure? Do you have all your kidneys? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I got them all. <laughs> Pretty sure. Check it. I, I don't got any scars, so. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyway, we go there. It's a door built in the side of a hill with a awning on it to keep the rain off it whatever um, and we go open the door and sure shit it's the biggest nicest fucking bar I've ever seen in my life dance floor stage multiple TVs bar you know full service bar and all this shit in fucking Kansas it's like holy <laughs> shit I was like what the hell <laughs> but basically they probably just made the thing and just covered it in dirt built it down into the ground yeah. you know, like, kind of like what they used to do in the pioneer days yeah so that's what they didn't get. Yeah, it's like the craziest thing. But it's only open like on a Friday and Saturday nights. It wasn't open any other nights. Right. Went there for like a female review, which is like 
basically strippers, which yeah. Because you couldn't have strippers in Kansas, I guess. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Well, this place wasn't and even in stinking, Kansas, underneath Kansas. And they're, so stinking, and they're stinking 3-2 beer. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. At, least, at least when I was there in the 90s or whatever, they only served 3-2 beer. If you wanted alcohol, you had to go to the liquor store to get it, like hard liquor. And it was all, and so, but if you wanted a mixed drink, you had to be part of a club, like the 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 Elks, the Moose, or the Eagles, or something like that. You couldn't just go to a random bar and get like booze, mixed drinks and shit. Yeah, it had to be had to part Weird. of a club. Yeah, it was just, at least in that part. Of so I was okay, at. I gotta clarify here. This where is this bar in the middle of the field at? Concordia, Kansas. So if we have any listeners from Kansas, we want to hear about this bar because that'd be trippy. Right. If it's still open, that'd be awesome to know the name of this bar. I don't even. There was that was just a door. Yeah, it was <laughs> the door. The door. It, it was a fucking hobbit hole in the shire that had pretty a much yeah. Club it was the craziest thing, dude. That's wild as hell. Yeah. It'd be cool though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a nice bar. You go in there, you're expecting like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> are, are you just shitting me right now, dude? Are, are we getting molested? You know, like what is happening? And it, and it looked like every other bar you've been in, you know. Maybe that's wild. Yeah. Oh my god, it'd be cool to find out. So that's how they got over with the female review is by putting it. It's actually not in Kansas. It's under right, Kansas. Right. Makes me glad I didn't stay down there, man. Jesus, that was the kind of growing up I was going to have to do. Yeah. No mixed drinks. About done with no, all your I stories. Oh no, I got two more. Okay. Oh, more. Got gaming conspiracy. Oh. Oh. Okay, so anyway, <clears throat> we're going to start with my 10-year dry spell. Mm. Remember, I spoke about it yep. last, uh, last podcast when I was on. So I'll start from the beginning, and I'll get to the part where it talks about that. But I'll, So anyway, I went to Gen Con one of the years, and uh, I don't know if any one of you guys are familiar with All Flesh Must Be Eaten, the role-playing game. It's a zombie survival horror game, one of the first ones that actually came out during that time. And so we played Mall Rats edition. So <laughs> basically, we played, I think it was like a 10 or 15 year anniversary of Mall Rats. Yep. And so we all got to play characters. It was super fun. This gal was a tattoo artist and body piercer who was running it, who was the GM. Yep. So that was super fun. I got to play the the dude who was bitching about the kid on the escalator. What was that? Yeah, guy? fucking Brody. Brody, yeah. So I got to play Brody. And Stan Lee was there. All of them were there. So basically what had happened is we got locked into the Mall of America. And what it was was gerbils going up people's butts and turning them into zombies. <laughs> we didn't figure this out till later, of oh, course. You awesome. know, so anyway, oh, yeah, it gets better. So we You're sure this was a gaming convention, not some BDSM convention, right? right? I don't know what this is. There, there's a difference? <laughs> yeah, Sometimes. So anyway... We do that. We're in there doing our thing, trying to figure it out. It's like, so basically, at the time, Shaun of the Dead was out. Dawn of the Dead was out, the new remastered yeah. version, the new version. So all these movies were out. That's why this was so popular, because all those movies were out. So basically, whatever was in Shaun of the Dead or in Dawn of the Dead, the mall was in this mall, in Mall of America. Oh. So the Winchester was in oh, this yeah. mall. Yeah. I said, the Winchester's here? He goes, oh, yeah. I said, so I said, well, what about Castle Boutique? He goes, oh, yeah, that, 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 that's here, too. I go to my friend. I said, hey, Marco. I said, well, it's a bar, right? There's bars here. Said, yeah. So there's Everclear, right? Yeah, sure. So we got a bunch of female pleasuring devices. <laughs> can, 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 can we see that? Sure, go ahead. So we got a bunch of dildos. My friend got a bandolier, dipped them all in Everclear, was using them to kill these zombies. 
I had the Winchester gun, the gun, you know, so uh, I was shooting yeah. stuff. And, you know, I think uh, Stan Lee was on a riding lawnmower cruising around <laughs> doing this thing. <clears throat> so basically, in the end, <clears throat> how we got rid of the uh, zombie gerbils, right. I said, hey, uh, is there a Suncoast in this mall? Oh, of course. I said, all right, here's the plan. Here's the plan. We need to go to the CD shop, get Barry White. And he goes, start playing Can't Get Enough of Your Love Baby on the freaking loudspeaker in the mall. I said, and we're going to get a stand-up stand up poster size of Richard Gere and a vacuum cleaner. Have them bent over so it would. So the journals want to go in the backside of Richard Gere. We'll suck them through oh. and kill them. Oh. And she's just looking at me. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> I bet everybody at the table is saying, what the hell's wrong with this person? <laughs> hey, you well, started was... this with, with zombie anal gerbils. This, this is She started. Fault. She started. Oh, yeah, that's zombie hilarious. anal gerbils. Yeah, yeah. She, she definitely brought it on herself. That's, that's funny as shit. So we're bumping, you know, like, can't get it up for your love, baby. She's like, yeah, we'll just, yeah. <laughs> this is so off the wall. He goes, this is way funner than the last one. The last one was just like shooting. Just be this. Oh, yeah. right, take a shot. This one, take a shot. Oh, yeah, I guess way funny. <laughs> and she was going to do one on The Breakfast Club. Oh, but, shit. But she never did. She never came back after that. Oh. Probably because you traumatized her. <laughs> she had nightmares. She's a tattoo artist here. and a body piercer. I'm sure she's done right. and seen things that I've... No, she probably didn't expect to come out saying, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I need to cut out a Richard career, a vacuum, and some Barry White music. <laughs> Them three things should never be saying in the same sentence. <laughs> Well, they were, uh, and it worked fine, hilarious. and we won. Gotcha. Everybody wins. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's, that's a awesome. sentence you should never, nobody, any of our listeners, never say, Richard Greer, vacuum cleaner, and Perry White. That does not mix at all. Quick clap. Oh, so <clears throat> going along that vein, one of my good friends, he uh, used to run games called uh, the Rat Pack versus Cthulhu. Oh, Nice. <laughs> Hell so, yeah. But for like four years, each one of the Rat Pack got their, like, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. had, like, said Sammy Davis, he had, like, he was in the spotlight, he was the main character, and it was like, oh, dude, all sorts of hilarity happened. I could never get in because Call of Cthulhu is, like, a super popular game. Oh, yeah. You could have, you know, Call of Cthulhu does your mom and everyone to be signing up. Yeah, yeah. You know, you there's no way you could get in. Even, or goes to Disneyland or insert Cthulhu yeah, does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does Sesame Street, you know, and it's just like, oh yeah, you couldn't. So anyway, it was all sorts of fun. Just, just even to sit and to watch and to hear them all talk. That'd be something to videotape and just the audio. Oh yeah, and the audio would be awesome from it because some of the comments that would be said. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be good as hell. Oh, there were some sub comments I can't even repeat here. But they were super funny. That's kind of goes into that gray area. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of, oh, so anyway, with all this happening. I thought to myself, she's like, you know what? I can do this. Oh, sorry. I said, I can do this. So I did a Bureau 13 Napoleon Dynamite game. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, and it was the fucking worst. The freaking worst. These people sucked. These gamers sucked. Oh. I mean, I had to, I, and I put it on there, it's like, you know, and I even said on there, please be familiar with the characters because I want to be entertained as well. Right. I'm not right. here just to do this plot. And watching the movie and being familiar with the characters also helped you with the plot. So it was like followed, not the plot, but it had like, you know. Right, right. It's going to tie in. So these two people, this husband and wife, they watched it like six months prior when they showed up. Six months. Not even recently. This other guy watched half of it on YouTube and then like about six months ago and then like 
two months ago, he watched the rest. So I'd say, so oh, this is going to be fucking This is going to be once. freaking awesome. So I'm spoon feeding the plot to these jerk offs. Right. Oh, and the gal. She's like, I only roll D20s because it's a percentile system. So it's a yep. D10 system. He goes, I only roll D20s. I said, what do you do? Roll five and add them up? Get right. out of here. Right. But hear me out. Later on, I find out that back in the day, or like some other dice companies will make two 10 ciders on a 20 cider. So it's a 20 cider, but it's two 10s merged yep. together. Yep. I didn't know that. And it's like, it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. So basically, I'm spoon feeding the plot. I'm getting up. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm smoking cigarettes. I go to the bathroom. I get coffee. I want these fuckers to leave. Right. It's just get bored and leave. It's like horrible. So anyway, when you're in a convention situation, and it's like this one I gave to, it's like I tell them, it's like, well, the world doesn't stop because you're in a parking lot picking your nose. Right. The world keeps going. Stuff's gonna keep on happening. So. Eventually, by the time they got to when they actually wanted to start playing or role playing or even try to follow some semblance of the plot, oh, we want to do this, we want to do this. No, we're done. What do you mean we're done? I said you were supposed to stop. Well, basically, it was like an intelligent monkey, ape was going to kill, was killing a bunch of people, and Summer was the last person. Ah, gotcha. So he goes, well, yeah. He goes, they eventually run across her dead body. I said. She did. I said, well, I gave you this hint. 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 I gave you this clue. This clue. This clue. And this clue. What's not to figure out here? Right. Well, it's like, have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> you, you chose this path. She's so dead. Anyway, <laughs> that being said. Oh, good oh, Lord. Wow. He's digging in a bag, folks. Take a wild guess what my next convention was. Oh, no. Was Con on the Cobb. Oh. The year it started my 10-year dry spell. So, to tie it all up together, what this means is, like, later on, after this convention and after this convention, I, you ever heard of Angie's List? Yeah. I assumed that someone had made a DM's list of bad GMs mm. for, gotcha, and put gotcha. me on it because, like I said, and I went all over the country. I mean, yeah. I went to... New England, I went to the Midwest, yep. I went to freaking West Coast, stuff like that. No one would show up to my games. Not ever. Uh, for like 10 years. So that's the only conclusion, the logical conclusion I right. came to. It's like, because this happened, and then this happened. It's like, that's kind of odd. Right. You know. So uh, you basically got blacklisted for being a GM. Yeah, for being a <laughs> shitty GM. <laughs> yeah, but bla- blackballed by shitty players screwing you over. Yeah, so that's my, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> I'm just gonna hide them sheets of paper so you don't have any more notes. Oh, this is all from memory. I just want to make sure I keep it all straight. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it's the outline of my memories. Very nice, very nice. <laughs> so anyway, now we'll get to Rob's part of this podcast. I call bullshit. Oh, I really yeah. do. Oh. So you ever heard of Dead Gentleman um, Enterprises or Dead Gentleman Productions? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's an actual thing. What did you do? <laughs> I've heard of them, yes. Demon Hunters? Yes. You've heard of Demon Hunters? Yeah. You've heard of The Gamers? Yes. Yep. Okay. Well, one of the few, one of the years, well, my 10 years stint or 8-year stretch, I was going to Gen Con every year. I wasn't feeling it one year. It's like, ah, you know, I'm not feeling it this year, whatever, I don't want to go. All my friends say, oh, yeah, you got to come, you got to come, it'll be awesome. It's like, ah, I don't know. If I find a reason to go... Well, anyway, <clears throat> Dead Gentlemen was coming out with their first edition of Demon Hunters, the role-playing game. 
It's like, okay, I kind of want to go see that. And they're going to give it out at that okay, nice. at, yeah. at that Gen yeah. Con. I said, okay, I'll come. I kind of want to pick up this game. Only if I can find a cheap flight or a cheap motel room close by. If I can do that, it'll be all right. So I find a cheap air, uh, cheap round table airfare, like 300 bucks. Right. Granted, it was an eight-hour fucking layover in Atlanta to get yeah. from Phoenix to Indianapolis. Yeah. And I spent, and the, my motel room was not cheap. It was like five, six hundred bucks for one Ouch. night. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I get there. Uh, I find out days before that they're not going to put out their RPG. It's going to be a rules, like a brochure or whatever. It was like a rule. They couldn't get uh, it out in time. Right. It's like, are you kidding me, bro? So anyway, I do that. I still go and I get to my motel. It's on the top floor with a fucking patio overlooking India, downtown Indianapolis. Oh, wow. It's like, nice. <laughs> it better be for this much money. Because I noticed it's like the <clears throat> curtain was as far as the floor to the ceiling. It's like, why is it like that? Right, Open it up. Right. It's like, oh, <laughs> holy cow. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the eight hours in Atlanta. Oh, it sucked. Yeah. But, so anyway, I go there at game and stuff like that. Get in a couple games with my friends. I go to sell the game, but I was only there 24 hours. I picked up the game. I got a picture with a couple of the actors from the Demon Hunter movies. Yeah. Because at that time, both of them were out. Demon Hunters and Demon Hunters Dead Camper Lake were both out at the time. Gave them a hard time. Told them, you know how much money I spent to get here? Pick this <laughs> So anyway. I still haven't heard mention of my name, thank God. Shut your fat face. <laughs> we're getting to you. Don't you worry. Oh, uh, good Lord. I think you had a stroke. No, did I? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, later on, they come out with the second edition. Second edition comes out. Oh, before we even get to that part, Marty, how long have you known Rob, <laughs> the artist formerly known as Bob? <laughs> uh, yeah, a long time now. Yeah, a long time? Okay. 90s, yeah. That's going to play into this. So anyway, so you got sucked into this oh, whole no. conspiracy theory too. So anyway, the second edition comes out. Of course, I purchased it and stuff like that. They have a bunch of supplements that came out with it. They have the Hunter's Guide. Oh. Okay. Open them up. Oh, Open them up no. and check out All the right. cover. He's handing us this weird. Is this your saliva you used to close this? Kind of, yeah. You know you <laughs> like it. I hope it's saliva and nothing else. Ooh. Who does that look like on the cover? Fuck you. That's you, bitch. That is you on the cover. <laughs> that is not me on the cover. That is you on the cover. Bullshit. That oh. is look anything like Marty, does this look anything like me? Take your glasses off. I I can I can see it. I'm gonna be yeah. honest. So with you me. wanna confess it. now? Come on, come on, talk about it. I have nothing to say. I, I know you don't. I can see so it. we can let the internet we can let the Instagram decide. We can take a picture. We take off our glasses and hold it between us, and then have your viewers or like your. Fans so you're on the it. you're the dude that looks like the MIB in the background, right? Yeah, that kind of looks like you. Oh, Jeff. With the pointy chin, and well, you don't have a soul patch. Oh. Or is that a shadow? That's right. I do not. But that's you, dude. That is so that, freaking you. Mom was shocked when she seen that. She goes, "Holy crap!" <laughs> I don't think she said that. I, I I can see that though. Oh my god, <laughs> that is you. Great, now that is you. Great, now you let out the secret to the whole world. Thanks. 
How Thanks. we fund this program. <laughs> Shh, don't worry. I have for other gifts for money. you as well. Oh, oh no. Check oh, it goodness. out. Tabloid. Oh. So what you can do is get your gamers together, have them do some research for you, play the game, and then you'll have like content for your podcast. Look at that. Oh my god, that's freaking <laughs> Thank you. awesome. But this is I this uh, we'll post a picture on Instagram. I do I, not look I can see it. I do not I can see it actually. Without my, I don't look anything like this guy. Uh, not anymore because you got uglier. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's bad? I probably do have that same exact bandana. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying. All I'm saying. And I got oh, and I got decorations for your sick. studio. Oh no. Jeez. Ooh. Oh, heck yeah. And that? Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll post all these pictures at Money oh, Gamers. Creepy. It's all internet safe, so we're good, folks. Right. Yeah, it's not uh you know, it's inappropriate. A yeah, I like inappropriate, but so here's a flash drive because I went and purchased uh, for like the Demon Hunters. I got like the twenty dollar bundle PDF oh. bundle, so that's all on here oh, along yeah. with the Hunter's Guide, the main core rule book, and a few other, so you can play the game. Jesus! Plus a bunch of other odds and end goodies there. Is there Fudge nudity di- pictures? Uh, maybe. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Fudge dice. Because that's what you use to play. That's also, there's fudge games on that CD ROM too. Oh, and here's. Uh oh. Some more fudge games for you I, guys. Christmas, uh, Christmas came oh, early, oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, whichever one you like, black or red. And here, some skunk dice. <laughs> Do they stink or what? Like, like you. Funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> heck yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you can bring out your bag of many things? No, no, we're good. That's it. There's a lot of bags of many things. I still can't see how you guys think this is me in this picture. I, I, I see it. I can see it. Mom was shocked. Really mom, mom is the definitive expert on you, so I she was shocked. Not, I'm gonna, you know what? We're gonna Shit, s- yeah, no, I, I can see it. That's terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. Are you just playing along with them? No, I don't I'm see not, it. actually. I am not at all. Let's I guess I think a wonderful picture without my glasses and... on for the internet and Instagram. I can goddamn see it. Yeah, no, uh, I I don't disagree with him on this one. I do not yeah, disagree see? with him. So on you this want to confess? Confess? Confess no, to your lies. Any... How do you think I got the money to run to start this podcast? That's right. <laughs> posing nude for the hard work. Posing nude for the dead gentleman. <laughs> We just need the face. He came in nude. We're not sure why, but we just needed the face. Well, we rolled with it. Oh, that's sick as hell. Yeah. Oh, Thank you very much. Freaking awesome. Oh, my gosh, yes. Thank you. Oh, he's so creepy. Yeah, no, these pics are definitely going to get thrown up. Because uh, none of them are inappropriate. Yep. Or nothing. But depending on how you want to look. Yeah, it depends on what you're offended by. Right, right, right. You're, Which isn't a lot. Yeah, probably. you're... <laughs> Your listeners probably aren't offended by much. No, probably <laughs> so, not really either. I have to ask this question. At the end of this podcast, we're going to pay one. Michael here used to be part of the Road Monkeys. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're going to play one of his songs at the end. How did you get involved with the Road Monkeys? How did you start your own band? Or become the lead singer, I should say. Well, I couldn't do anything else but sing poorly so that was, that was my only talent i brought to the uh, table and my friend who was a musician had been in many bands could play bass guitar probably drums and he had his own recording equipment so we just like started messing around 
and he actually wrote the song, which you're gonna play. I just sang it and did the talking part. That's the only part I ad libbed in, but he wrote it and the music for it too. Yeah, I couldn't get rip it off the CD because so, your CD sucked. So I had to record <laughs> it and make it as all as possible. So we're gonna play that at the end of the program here. Hmm. It's, it's fun. <laughs> very nice. It's fun. Very nice. Well, Marty actually listened to it. What yeah, you think it, it's it? pretty fun. Honestly, it, it has kind of like a, a country punk, mid '90s butthole surfers vibe almost to oh, it, actually, great. which isn't a bad thing because I love those guys. But yeah, no, that's kind of what it reminded me. I was like, oh, oh shit, yeah, this is really fun. Yeah, I, I liked that. That was pretty fun. I haven't listened to the rest of it, but I heard the one song. I don't know how you don't see that, but I I'm don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> don't see it. This guy looks nothing like me. Uh, mom would have us. Mom's mom's mom said otherwise. So yeah, you can take it up it. with her. And you know what's really weird too? I have the same facial hair this guy's got right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of that's going. Yeah, no, I, I I definitely see it. Especially in in the slightly younger Rob, I can definitely see it more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I Thanks, Mike. It. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> These are putting in the real that. world now. Collecting up the more of that internet money. Hey. <laughs> I worked hard for that internet money that That's I don't true. have. <laughs> All the internet money we don't make. Yeah. <laughs> so have you got anything else you want to talk about? Or? Oh, no, I think I'm pretty good. So we still didn't really bring the proof of the Mogulon monster, except for I think it's you on a bad oh. day. Oh, man. Maybe. Dan, I got to go, I gotta go uh, watch that video, though. All right. That's creepy as hell. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's other weird stuff that happens creepy. during that story, too. Yeah, so I just... I just Went uh, straight to the end because the ending was more. You're right. It's all sorts of craziness. All sorts of craziness happens uh, in that movie. Nice. One. Is there anything you want to promote? Like ah, uh, nothing really. I'm working on stuff. I'm writing again, trying to do a superhero supplement. Finishing up on some role playing game scenarios, but outside that, I'm not. Do you have like any anything. social media accounts people can follow? Oh, you I don't. No, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't do that crap. I got rid of that when I hooked up with my lady. So, yeah, I got rid of all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. one more thing. Uh, so, uh, I just want to throw out a happy anniversary to my lady, Janeth. Happy anniversary, honey. Oh, jeez. Oh, She'll be listening. Yeah, I know. She's like one of the Philippine listeners. We got. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I got works. N- works for me. You got anything, Marty? Uh, no, man. It's a pretty fun show. Uh, but, yeah, I got, I got nothing. It's highly annoying. <laughs> you would say so. Uh, just because we exposed yes. your filthy deceptions. Right. Filthy, filthy lies. <laughs> I don't know. You're the one that went to the underground bar in Kansas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Never been the same since. <laughs> which, which I am super curious. I, we need to find out what that place is actually called. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. be cool to see if that's still there. Yeah, it would be. Or even if it's not active, I'm sure it might still be there. Cause oh, yeah. It seems like a whole lot more work to... Dig it up, then to just cover over that's the door. Not, and be what like, would you think? It's like, hey, let's build this building, then bury it. Right? Huh? It's gonna be crazy. Everybody's gonna love it. Yeah, it was. No one can find it. <laughs> no, that's wild. That's pretty cool shit, though. All right, folks, we got nothing else here. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.
Oh.